Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. It's 101 ESPN. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and our friend, Blues Hall of Famer, Fox Sports Midwest analyst, Bernie Federko is with us now. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Randy. I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. It's great to have you with us in the Blues booth. Bernie, in our last segment, I just ran down a litany of uh, heartbreaking moments in Blues history that you were uh, you lived through. And going all the way back to uh, the, the untimely and tragic death of Bob Gassoff and your close friend and mentor, Bark and Dan Kelly, and all the things, you trading guys, Harry Ernest trading guys. So... With all of that heartbreak that you endured as a player and somebody who's really tight with this franchise, and you you wear the blues blue note on on your chest, what was it like for you last year when Sanford scored that fourth goal and you knew they were going to win the Stanley Cup? Well, you know what it was. Uh, I, I think a lot of memories came back. Uh, you know, uh, you, you think of uh, just the guys you mentioned, all the all the the people that were such a big part of the organization for so long. I mean, Bark was a, a mentor of mine, uh, obviously from the start, I was able to, you know, to start my career uh, under Bark as coach. Uh, and, and then, you know, with the great Dan Kelly who called, you know, all the games that, uh, I mean, so many people understood and learned the game of hockey from Dan Kelly. So, um, you know, great guys like uh, Doug Wickenheiser. And, and of course, you know, you, you just mentioned Joey Mullen with the trade. I mean, Bobby Gassos. I mean, that's, I think that's the, the one thing, Randy, that, I think we all, uh, it's a team sport and, and it, it takes everybody to win and everybody tries their hardest to win. And, uh, you know, it takes <laughs> the right breaks. It takes a lot of great things to happen before you finally do able to win. And I think uh, when, once that happened, um, you know, when that final buzzer went, I think it was a, uh, just a lot of memories that came back. And, and, and I think a lot of thankfulness that uh, it finally got happened. And it, you know, the, the big thing finally happened for the St. Louis Blues. And the reason this came up, Bernie, is because we're going to air the hand pass game tonight. And as I'm going home, and I think as a lot of Blues fans were going home after that game, they're they're going through all of those things in their head that have happened to this franchise over the past. Yeah, I mean, uh, you need the bounces, and but I, I really, you know, when I when I we all look back at that game, I mean, it was it was ridiculous that, that it wasn't called. Uh, uh, but I mean, there there is human error, obviously, in, in any game, and I think maybe that we rely so much on the video uh, replays now that we, you know, we believe that things like that shouldn't happen and they really shouldn't. But uh, I think that Craig Berube handled that so well. I mean, so be it, uh, you know, it's the breaks of the game, you know, you wait for the next game and hopefully you get a break and you get a call or a makeup call for something that happened. And I always really believe that even watching the games ready all the time, um, a lot of people get sour over uh, a missed call or a call that's made. They don't like it. Well, uh, usually by the end of the game, and very rarely don't you. One team has you know ten power plays, the other one has one. I mean, it's pretty even. I think the breaks of the game usually you know, even out if you continue to work hard. And, and the way Craig handled that and just kind of washed it away and said, "Hey, 
it happened, you know, we'll we'll look forward to the future, and that's exactly what he, what he was able to to make sure the guys didn't worry about what had happened in the past. Bernie, you and others, anyone that we really talk to that's inside the Blues organization, when they talk about the hand pass game, they always attribute the mentality of the team to Craig Berube for setting that tone. But as Randy and I were talking about earlier in the show, it's human nature in that moment to want to look at the situation and the way it unfolded and point the blame and, and not blame yourself for coughing up a lead or closing out the game. And there's something really special about the, the way that Craig Berube looked at his team and said, hey, we're going to turn the page. We're not going to let this affect us. We're going to control this moving forward and they bought into that in that instant I can't imagine all the emotions that were going through the players at that time and the fact that they were able to put that aside and trust their coach I think is really rare so what do you think it is about Craig Berube and his relationship with his team that allowed the team to trust and believe him and follow his orders in that moment well, I just they, that's just his personality. I mean, Craig is one of those guys that I mean, even you watch him behind the bench, he really doesn't get that upset or or overly anxious or, or you know he's pretty even keeled out of, uh, uh, during the, the course of the whole game. And I think uh, uh, that's a, a trait that a coach that you want to have in a coach because I think a lot of times it's, there's so many up and downs uh, during the game that if you uh, you know start hearing the yelling from, from behind you when you're sitting on the bench, it kind of uh, maybe gets you off your game a little bit, but. Uh, I think Craig, because of he's so even keeled, and uh, you know he really believes in the guys, and and you know he's uh, for a guy that uh, played the game the way he played it, um, you know he's kind of soft spoken, and he's uh, he's got I think that that um, um, inner confidence in in him that kind of spreads to to the rest of the guys. So uh, I can't say enough about the way he handled the team last year. I mean the guys love play, play playing for him, and I. Uh, anytime you have a coach that you like to play for, I mean, those are the guys that you want to make sure that uh, you want them to stick around for a long time. And I think you play harder for a guy that for a coach that you really like. And I think that you can see that from um, the way the guys play that they that they really like Craig. Bernie, if hockey does come back, regardless of the format, and I guess the latest one now is that we would have a 24-team tournament and the, the regular season would end, how would you look upon the Stanley Cup champions for 2020? Well, it's still going to be the same. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, they've got 85% of the season is in. And, and when I look at that, um, you know, they deserve to have this, uh, you know, this run into the Stanley Cup, you know, final and, and really award a cup. I mean, obviously, uh, there's health issues that if they can't have it and can't happen, I mean, the safety of the sport, the safety of the world is more important than, than awarding a trophy. But, I mean, the guys have put a lot of work in and, um, yeah, I think it's still going to be a little different. I mean, are we going to have a little asterisk at the end of this? I, I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, we always talk about to win a cup, you have to have the right breaks. You have to uh, avoid injuries. You have to have a lot of things happen. Well, that, uh, everybody's healthy now for the most part that because of the layoff now, when they come back, all the teams are pretty healthy. But the fact of the matter is still you still have to win uh, another 16 games to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, with, with that in place, uh, you know you're going to have injuries. You're going to have to have breaks. You're going to have to have the same things happen. So uh, I still think that if you go through a full Stanley Cup, but even if they, you know, have to go to a best of five or or whatever it is. I mean, we when I go back to '86, the uh, uh, the first round was a best of five. It was not a best of seven. So there has been some different things. I mean, if you go back to the original Stanley Cups, there was only, you know, four teams made the playoffs, so you only had to win eight games to win the Stanley Cup. So things have changed, and um, whatever you have to do to award the Stanley Cup, I said still, I don't think there's going to be any stigma about saying, well, this was the year that they, that, you know, somebody somebody wanted to, the wrong way. I mean, we, we had this strike short season where 
They only played 48 regular season games and still awarded the Stanley Cup. So you still look at uh, having to win. You have to have to win that last game of the year to win the Stanley Cup. So I, I think no matter what happens, if we come back and play, uh, the Stanley Cup champ is still going to be the same Stanley Cup champ as, as he always has been. Bernie, I don't wonder if we'll look at whoever, if there is a Stanley Cup champion for 2020, if we won't, years removed from this, look back and point to that team and kind of hold them in a higher regard. Because when you think about hockey, especially down the stretch, so much of when you enter any sort of playoffs, or or especially the Stanley Cup playoffs, is chemistry and it's momentum and it's finding your groove at the right time. And all of these teams, if and when they return, are are coming in essentially ice cold. While everyone doesn't have that fatigue factor, you're going to have to shake off the rust and, and build up that chemistry and get that momentum back so I don't wonder if we'll look back and say in the absence of you know the hot team that entered the tournament if we won't kind of put this Stanley Cup champion aside and say that was a really tough group of people yeah there will be some uh, I I guess uh, people will talk that way about it because we mean obviously it's nice to have momentum going in for the regular season but this is going to be just a little bit different so yeah I mean you're going to have to uh, you know, I think when you look at the Blues, they waited until January to start their their momentum um, to win the Cup last year. Well, they're going to have to turn it on right now, if they're, you know, when when it comes back. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many variables that play in and out of, of winning a Stanley Cup, and and, and um, obviously um, we all want to see this happen, and, and hopefully it is. But it's going to be a different scenario this time, and and. Uh, it's still, yeah, maybe you're going to look back and say this maybe was the hardest one and because for the guys right now, they're not on vacation right now. The guys are maybe sitting around, they're still working out, they're doing their things, but you know, mentally they're still wanting to play the game right now. So um, when they come back and if they do come back and play, this is not like they had a little bit of an offseason. So this could be the longest year, obviously, in the history of hockey. It could, who knows, and when is it going to end? But um, this is going to be this has been a very difficult year for for everybody going through all this and to come back and play and to be mentally sharp and physically sharp once again is going to be very very difficult. Bernie Federico, you're the best. Thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Randy Michelle. You guys have a great day.